Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host. I'm an attorney in Arizona. I'm also a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. I've been a lawyer for 22 years, and throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've delivered develop tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. Today, I have a very special guest, Maggie Brummer, my daughter. Say hi, Maggie. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie is 14. She is a freshman. Now she's starting to choke because I think she's very nervous. And today, her and I are going to talk about our family vacation in Coronado. And she We went on the vacation, and then as soon as we got back, we got back on a Friday, and then she was in school on Monday. Um, So she'll talk a little bit about what it was like to transition from vacation to um, school. So um, we left on a Tuesday, and the day, and Maggie, jump in anytime, okay? Okay. So the day before we left on vacation, I had a client call me at eight o'clock with an emergency. And I said, I'm literally packing for leaving for a four day vacation. And I don't take long vacations. I just my practice doesn't allow for it. So it's usually four, maybe five days. And it's really, really hard to get out of town. The client was apologetic, but still it was very stressful for me. Do you remember the client calling me at all, Maggie? Yeah, I do. I knew you were very stressed, like, about it, so. And uh, I was just saying to myself, um, I can't even have a four-day vacation. I wanted to take five weekdays in the weekend, but I couldn't do that because I had a meeting and a court hearing that Monday. So um, I made it, like, a Tuesday through a Friday with the intention of having the weekend to get ready for work on Monday and for Maggie to get ready for school on Monday. Maggie, did it work for you that we got home on Friday? Did you feel like you were prepared for school on Monday? Yeah, I actually think the vacation like helped me get more prepared because I was just so nervous for school. And I think the vacation really calmed me down and made me like way more ready for school to start. Because you're starting, you started a brand new school, right? You started high school? Yeah. What school are you in? I'm in Boulder Creek. How do you like it so far? You've gone there for a week? Yes. I actually really like it. I think it's way better there than middle school. I think it's actually really fun to like walk around and like get more room and go outside when you're walking and it's just better. Are you gonna try out for any extracurriculars this year? Um, I'm gonna do volleyball. Um, I do dance in my classes, which is really fun. It's super enjoyable and one of my favorite classes. That's cool. So to get to Coronado, we rented a minivan because there was six of us. So it was me and Maggie and my husband and also who's Maggie's dad, of course. And then also my son-in-law, my daughter, Lily, and my grandson, Adam. My oldest daughter and my grandson, Gray, couldn't make it. She was... It was too difficult with work, and she's just not ready for another vacation with him because he's under the age of one, and he just really, really needs his routine. And she couldn't get the time off anyways because her boss had knee surgery. So we rented a minivan, and on Monday, I left around 2 o'clock to pick up the rental car. We had a Chrysler Pacifica. What did you think of it, Maggie? It was very comfortable, very roomy, and you didn't really get car sick at all, which is very nice. So on Tuesday, I woke up at 4 a.m. What time did you get up, Maggie? Um, I remember you came in my room and you're like, do you even remember we have a vacation? Because I think you just woke me up at 7. Yeah. I had the worst time sleeping. I was so stressed about getting ready and leaving work and, and getting everything done. So I finished packing really early. It was dark. I always have an aspirational time to get out of the driveway. This time it was 7 a.m. Did we make it out at 7 a.m., Maggie? No, thanks, Dad. (laughs) It was closer to 9 a.m. 
And I drove until El Centro, which is um, a, a big, huge portion of the drive. So it's past, it's past Yuma, and it's it's well into California. And um, I hate going through those mountains that are like right before the hour before you get to San Diego. Do you even notice them at all, Maggie? Because I get so nervous. Um, when Chris was driving. I was super nervous. <laughs> he really scared me. He just goes so fast. He didn't... Oh, did he drive through the mountains on the way there? Or was that Dad? No, that was him. That was that Chris. Was him. That okay. Was him. All right. Yeah, he does go fast. He's a safe driver, but he's definitely a fast driver. Oh, yeah. And on the way to California, I had an emergency client calling. Do you remember that, Maggie? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what was my reaction? You were just upset. You just, like, wanted to enjoy your vacation. My office also called me. And the thing about going to California is you're in the desert. You're in the desert or the mountains, and you have no reception. So it was stressing me out the whole time. And, and I just kept ruminating, which is something I really, really need to work on, to be able to step away and just realize it's nothing about me. There's nothing I can do about it. It I... And I deserve to have time off. Everybody deserves to have some time off. So this year, we've gone to Coronado seven years in a row. And Maggie's gone every year. It used to be a trip that me, Maggie, and Rob took together, just the three of us. And then for the last three years, Adam, Chris, and Lily have joined us, this being their third trip. And every year except for this year, we stayed at the Del Coronado. Do you remember that, Maggie? Oh, yeah. What do you think of the Dell? Um, it was good for, I feel like the three years, just, um, not the three years, the all the years that all three of us just went, it was a really nice stay, especially the first time. It was so nice. And then towards the end, it started getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I agree. So this time I booked us two rooms at uh, the Marriott in Coronado. Which I have to tell you, I was really nervous about because it's in a totally different part of the island. And it's a very, very small island. And when you stay at the Dell, you're on what's called Orange Avenue, which is the main strip. There's all the restaurants. There's all the, stra- the, the shops. It's just really easy to get to. So the Marriott is on the opposite end of the island. It's very close to the bridge. It's not super close to Orange Avenue. It's close enough, but probably like a mile of walking. And if you walked all the way to the Dell, it would be about two miles. And we pulled up, and I was instantly happy. What did you think of the Marriott? It was amazing. It was so beautiful, and it was right by the beach, and it was so pretty and amazing. Yeah, it was really cool, and... Me, Maggie, and Rob stayed in a room. What what do they call those rooms? I keep forgetting. Cottages. Cottages. I keep wanting to call it a cabin or a lodge. (laughs) I kept wanting to call it something different. And it was right on the water. And it's not the ocean, but it's the bay. And we had this amazing view of Coronado Bridge and the Navy ships and the city of San Francisco. Wasn't it just beautiful, Maggie? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. It was so, it was such like an amazing thing to see from where we were staying. And my, um, the rest of our group stayed in in a hotel room, like in the main part of the hotel. And this is small, you know, you can walk the grounds within minutes, you know, one end of the grounds to the other. And we were so excited because we were, the, our room was ready and Lily's room wasn't. And we went to our room first and and took out the bags. And when I went back to get the key to her room, I saw Lily's favorite thing in the world. And what is that, Maggie? Flamingos. (laughs) Yep. So um, I was with my son-in-law and we said, we have to surprise her. So we didn't tell her we saw flamingos. And we went and checked them into their room, and we went. There was happy hour, so we grabbed a drink, and I said, "I have a surprise for you." And the surprise was flamingos. It was very, very fun. Um, 
I will say, um, you know, we always stayed at the Dell, but there was one time a couple of years ago, and we still laugh about it. We stayed at an Airbnb in Coronado. <laughs> and when Maggie's already laughing because she knows the story I'm going to tell. We got there probably like four o'clock, which is a normal check-in time. So I um, contacted the owner and I said, um, we're there. And I guess he texted me and he said it was still being cleaned and could we wait a little bit longer? But we had been in the car for, you know, seven hours with a, a newborn. Adam was two months old. So we stopped at the house and we figured we'd just start unloading and then we'd go get something to eat. And there was a shirtless man cleaning the um, house. And so I texted the owner and I said, hey, your cleaning guy is still here, but it actually was the owner. <laughs> And I, that was the one and only time I've ever stayed stayed in an Airbnb. And I don't know that I'll ever do it again. I know people have really, really good experiences with it. But this house was kind of dingy. We ended up having sort of a nice time, you know, after it was all over. But it didn't have air conditioning. And you can survive. It's not Arizona without air conditioning. But it gets... Um, you know, it's a little bit humid because of, you, of being surrounded by water. And if it's an 80-degree day, then it's hot in the house. So anyways. I would also like to say um, there was a bunk bed and there was a ceiling fan right above it. And um, I sat, I was sleeping by this window and there was like a couch right there. But I wanted like more air conditioning. It was so hot where I was laying. So I went to go sleep in the bunk bed. I went to the top and there was a ceiling fan. And I sat up, and then I hit my head on the ceiling fan, and I had a really big bump on my head. I know. It was the craziest <laughs> thing in the world. Who puts a bunk bed under a ceiling fan? There is no way that a person could sit up and not hit their head on it. It was just the weirdest thing in the world. It just was so weird. And it had all this hilarious stuff in the kitchen because people would stay, and they would leave stuff behind. Um, it just was weird, you know, and... I don't think I'll ever do it again. And I had also been told, like, after that stay that people in Coronado are not supposed to do Airbnbs. So I think he was trying to, you know, squeeze it in. And um, I kept getting reviews from Airbnb asking for a review of the house. I never reviewed it. I just figured if I didn't have anything nice to say, I just wasn't going to say anything at all. He he was very nice. The owner was very nice. But it still was um, not a not a great experience. So that was the first year Lily came. The second year, last year, we stayed at the Dell. And that was the last year, and I felt like I wasn't going to go back. We checked in, and it was – I'm so sick of saying this phrase. It was during COVID. <laughs> I'm so sick of saying during COVID. Um, and we had to check in outside. There was a long line to check in. Our room was, we every year we would have a room with a balcony and an ocean view, except they didn't tell us they didn't have balcony rooms. They just booked the room. They gave us a room without a balcony. It was considered an ocean view, but you had to stand on your toes and put your face against the window to see it. And the view was really a parking lot. My daughter, Lily, had an unupgraded room, and her room was huge, and she had a huge bathroom. Our bathroom was a closet, basically. It was just so disappointing. And because the Dell was under construction, none of the shops were open. None of the, I, I think one, the main restaurant may have been open. It had no amenities. It was very disappointing. They had no housekeeping, and our rooms were filled with trash by the time we left. And, you know, my daughter had a baby in the room. So she had things like diapers and, and things. And it just was very, very disappointing. So in any event, that's why we ended up at the Marriott. And I won't go back to the Dell. The, uh, to give the Dell credit, they did make it right the year that we, we stayed. They took um, some money off of the room. But I had to go back down and speak to them about it. And it was just very, very disappointing. Uh, let's see what else. Talk about that gross pizza place. 
Oh, <laughs> she wanted me to talk about the gross pizza of the place. Everyone was making fun of me because for the la- the six years that we went there, the first thing that we did every single time after we got to the hotel is we walked to the closest restaurant called Village Pizzeria. And last after last year, I said, I am never going back there. Um, last year, you had to like eat in the alley, basically. And I think it was still the same for this year. You can't eat inside. But that's not even the... If it was good pizza, it'd be fine. It has the these pizzas that you get that are bigger than a trash can lid. But they're not good. They're soggy. And the cheese isn't good. The crust isn't good. It is not good. And so the whole time I said, I don't care what we do, but we're not eating at Village Pizzeria. And every meal we had this time around was just really, really good. The funny thing is at Village Pizzeria, they have two locations on the island, which is sort of like why. I don't even know how people end up at this. So if you ever go to Coronado, don't eat at Village Pizzeria. Don't eat at the one on Orange Avenue. Don't eat at the one at the ferry. Okay, so as I said, the Marriott, I was really, really nervous about not being in our usual setting. I I thought because we were going to spend a day on the beach at Coronado and you can rent these beds, but you don't have to be you don't have to be a guest at the Dell to do that. So once I figured that out, staying at the Marriott seemed better, but I was also just I was kind of apprehensive because in the past, when we went to the beach, our room was right there. So we could go upstairs and take a shower or take a nap or whatever. And I thought it would be not convenient to not stay at that hotel. It was 100% fine. What did you think, Maggie? Um, It was really nice. Um, We took a bus. It was free. Like, what would you call? Not a bus, but like. It's a bus, but I think more they were calling it the shuttle. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a love-hate relationship with the shuttle. Um, yeah, you did for sure. <laughs> you were, like, very angry at the shuttle sometimes. I loved it. It went right to the Marriott, and the drivers were a little weird uh, sometimes. Some of the drivers were great. It was managed by the city, so you weren't dealing with, like, a a hotel shuttle where maybe they were be employed by the hotel, they were employed by the city. But it was very convenient, I felt. And we used it a lot. It was convenient and we did use it a lot, but it also took like five hundred years to get like to places where you wanted to go. Like it would it would stop at like every single stop ever. And then you would all of a sudden be at your destination and it's just so annoying. I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. We actually took it on the beach day. It did take a while to get there, but that was really because of the traffic. When you have people coming into Coronado and they're going down Orange Avenue, there can just be a lot of traffic. So we spent the day at the beach and it was uh, very cool. Another very cool thing about the Marriott was it was very close to Ferry. Um, I think it was called Ferry Landing, and it was a place where you could take the ferry from Coronado to San Diego and back. We never got on the ferry like we had planned to, and we never did. But it has um, shops. It has all sorts of restaurants. The first evening, we ate at a Mexican restaurant, and it overlooked the water. And what did you think of the restaurant, Maggie? Oh, it was really good. I had a really fun time. Also, um, she didn't mention this, but we got a bed at Beach Day. And um, I was sleeping on the bed probably the whole time because I had really bad, got really bad sleep the night before. So I slept on that bed the whole time. And um, I still have a tan line from the towel that was over me. And yeah. Yeah, I was so lonely because everyone left on Beach Day and left me with sleeping Maggie. (laughs) And so I had no one to talk to. But I had books, so that was fun. Oh, nerd. I know. She's calling me a nerd. So the first night, we just went to um, the ferry. And that was the first night Maggie and I explored the Coronado shuttle. And that 
started her love-hate relationship with it. She was pretty angry about the shuttle just that first night. The guy did, at the end of the route, pulled over and sat for like 10 minutes, which was weird. But I think they need to um, get their their time, their route, the timing of their route back on track. So they'll sit at the end of the route and then sometimes you're stuck sitting. Um, some other amenities from the Marriott were, was it had uh, complimentary water. So it was nice to just be able to go to the lobby and get water for like beach day when we were doing shopping. Like we always had waters with us, which was just very convenient and and nice. It's also right off the bridge. So there's been so many times when we would get to Coronado and just be super, super tired. And then we'd be stuck in Orange Avenue traffic. And it adds another 30 minutes to go one mile. This is just right there when you get off the bridge and you're in the hotel. What'd you think of that, Maggie? Sorry, I was yawning. Um, I don't really know what I thought about that. You didn't notice a difference? No. They had swing chairs in the lobby. Uh, they had a nice pool area. It just was great. We just had so much fun there. Also at the, um, I'm kind of skipping around a lot, but I'm going through my notes. When we went to um, where the ferry was, there was also a hilarious Burger King and Taco Bell because Coronado doesn't really have chain restaurants. So they had a Burger King and a Taco Bell that had small wooden signs. So it was pretty funny. Uh, the first night I went to sleep at like nine o'clock. I was just so tired. I sat outside for a bit. I enjoyed the city views. I really, really liked being by the water and seeing the city. What did you think of that, Maggie? Um, it was really nice, but I kept thinking that somebody was going to walk in the door because it was really easy access to get to our like area. Yeah, she was very nervous about that, and she wanted to make sure the doors were locked. And they were. And they had on the doors, they had those security bars. So it was, um, I felt very safe. I was up by 530 the next um morning and I was and that was after being awake from three to four the first night in a hotel I sleep terribly Maggie was uh passed out for a while but I was up really early I, I had thought co- I was awake really wasn't I watching oh Zombieland? you can't well I guess you were probably up by seven oh. I had coffee outside I answered emails for an hour and a half which was very annoying to everyone in my family because they wanted to go get breakfast. Do you remember being annoyed at me for doing emails? Mm, yes, yes, I was annoyed. We were all, tr- me and Lily were trying to leave and you were still just doing emails. I can't help it. I get a lot of emails. That's one of the bummers about the vacation is that I have to be able to at least stay on top of my emails. And so every morning I would answer emails until I was done. And it took about an hour and a half. And I did have a message on my email saying that I was out of town, but it still took that much time. The hotel had a breakfast buffet, not included in the price. And the buffet was fine. Like I thought it was pretty good. And the, but the views were amazing. What did you think of the breakfast? It was amazing. I really liked it. The first morning, we sat there for two hours. Did you realize we sat there that long? No. Yeah, we did. We were just kind of having coffee and juice and taking our time. A tip if you ever go to that Marriott is go to that hotel early. We, I'm sorry, not the hotel, the the breakfast early. We got there probably 7 or a little bit before 7. And by the time we finished, which was close to 9, there was a line like through the whole lobby of people waiting to get seated. Did you see that, Maggie? Yeah. Also, while we were eating, when when you eat at the restaurant, they have this lawn that has cornhole and um, does it have a giant Connect Four? Or am I imagining that? Oh, yeah. It has a giant Connect Four. There's this like ball game. I don't really know what it is. There's that toss and there's also ping pong. Yeah, so while we were having breakfast, um, my grandson was able to run around. So we would, like, get up, 
play with them, come back. I just sat there. I wasn't running around the lawn, but everyone else was enjoying the lawn. And what did you think of the weather, Maggie? It was very nice. It would get kind of hot sometimes, especially running around with Adam. Um, But other than that, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't Arizona hot, though. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. And my um, grandson was so happy. He was so happy to be outside. This kid loves being outside. And you can get outside for maybe a couple of minutes every day, if at all. So it's been a long summer. As I record this, it's August 8th, and, and I'm sick of it. I'm ready for cooler mornings. Even if we just had cooler mornings, that would make a difference. So the first day we went to the beach and um, one of the things I saw when we went to the beach was the movie theater was closed. In Except for the last two years, we went every year to the movies and it's closed because of COVID. Did that bum you out, Maggie? Yeah, it really did bum me out. Um, I don't know if you guys like know this, but on Snapchat, there's like memories and it's like one year ago today, two years ago today. And I had one and it was like three years ago today and we were at the movie theaters. Yeah, I know. It's 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 such a fun movie theater. It is not like a big AMC. It has it's teeny tiny. It has two it has three theaters total. One is bigger, but it's still small. And it has the one that's bigger has scenes of Coronado painted on the wall. So, and then there's two like teeny ones that have like 16 seats. And I just love this place and I hope it opens back up at some point. So at the beach, I brought books and magazines, and I had a margarita, which was one drink for the whole day was enough for me. And there were so many families having such a nice time. And how? what kind of time did Adam have? Oh, he just kept going up to random families and hanging out with them. <laughs> yeah, he harassed, like, everybody on that beach. Yeah. He did. Um, there was also shrimp tacos, and they were very, very good. Yeah, she did have tacos. She had, this was Maggie's day at the beach, tacos and like a five-hour nap. I finally had to wake her up because we were basically getting attacked by seagulls, and then it was time to go. There was um, a bed next, you know, when you rent these beds, they're like one next to each other, and a, and a pretty big family had the one next to us. And when they left, they took... 90% of their garbage with them. And there was just one bag that I don't know if it had some food, but definitely had some empty water bottles, but it must have had food. And then all these seagulls started hanging out. And I said, that's it, time to go. So I had to wake Maggie up out of her coma. And we left. Um, I didn't get any work calls or texts. And I didn't do any work that day. Last year, I actually had a transcript with me, and I read a transcript the entire time we were on the beach. And this time I didn't, so that was nice. When we got back to the hotel, do you remember where we went with Dad? No. Do you remember High Tide Pizza? Oh, yeah. What do you think of that place? Um, I didn't like it that much. It was okay. What? Yeah. That's my favorite pizza on the island. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, like, I expected more since you said that, but it just wasn't that amazing. Uh, I think she was just in a bad mood. It's really good. And they have, their soda machine is craft sodas. So, um, like a craft root beer and a black cherry soda. It's just so good. And it's not expensive at all. Because when you eat on this island, like, every meal is expensive. But this place, we got a giant pizza, and my husband, as an appetizer, had a couple slices of pizza, and it was like $35, so it just was very economical compared to everything else. So then we go back to the hotel, I read until I fall asleep, and when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm super hot. I checked the thermostat. It says 79, but it's sent to it's set to 66. There's no air blowing. It wasn't horrible, but Rob was like the sweaty mess. And I called the hotel at like 2 a.m. and and I said I don't think the AC is working. And they said, oh, there's no engineering until the morning. Were you hot, Maggie? Oh, I was super hot. I couldn't sleep at all. When you woke up, I was actually awake and we were like talking. It was so hot. I could not sleep. It just, 
I literally felt the air conditioner turn off. Yeah, it was just off, off. And I kept getting up and like pressing the thermostat over and over again, like that was going to do something and it wasn't working. So I go back to... No, I don't think so. There's no way I could break it more. I went back to sleep. I wake up about 5.30. I open the patio door to get in some air into the into the room because I was up. So, you know, I could make sure no one just came walking into our room. And I did emails and I called again and they said they'd send someone. And maintenance people came and they figured out that the motor burned out of the air conditioning. I swear, every time I stay in a hotel room, I have an air conditioning issue. And um, Maggie and I, you know, we're like sitting there, like our morning is spent letting in maintenance people. Finally, Maggie and I went to breakfast while the people worked on the on the air conditioning. And so we ended up with kind of a late start, which sort of stunk, like it took away our our day. Like we were only there... You know, one day we show up and we only have the evening. Then we have two solid days. And then the last day we're driving home. But they got it working. And then uh, we took Adam to the park and he got to run around. What did Adam think of the park? Oh, he loved it. I ran around with him. It was actually pretty fun. And he um, kept going down the slide. But there was a slide that he was kind of scared by. So he kept going, Auntie, hold my hand. (laughs) Aw, he's cute. He loves you, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I'm his favorite. So after we let him run around a little bit, we all took the bus to Orange Avenue and we walked and we shopped. What um, do you what do you think about walking down Orange Avenue? Like, is that something you like or something you don't like? I love walking Orange um, down Orange down. What? <laughs> I love walking down Orange Avenue. It's one of my favorite things to do when we're there. Yeah, they have a really cute shops and. You can get ice cream. There's a fun bookstore. It's just, in it's shopping, but it's not like you're at the Mall of America where it, there's 10,000 stores. It's, it's very manageable within a couple of hours. And then we had lunch at this Asian restaurant that we love. Tell the listeners about the waiter. Oh, he was beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, he kind of looked like Zach Efron. He was very, very cute. So this, um, I cannot think of the name of the restaurant. I think it's called Asian Bistro or something similar to that. But for years, I never went there. Like we, it was, it's across the street from the Dell, never went there. And the first year that Lily came, we went there. They have these amazing lunch specials. They have sushi. They're super friendly there. What do you think of the of that restaurant? Sushi is my favorite food, and I think if I was in a competition for who could eat um, sushi the fastest, I would win. So if anybody knows any competitions, please um, tell me <laughs> so I can win some money. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of sushi eating competitions. But, yeah, I think Maggie would win, too. So then we split up so they could get Adam back to the hotel for a little bit of a nap, and they were going to go out in the evening So uh, Maggie and I went and went to a place that did walk-in massages. They were pretty friendly. Uh, They were a little weird, but (laughs) (laughs) but they were friendly. And my my hip felt great afterwards. You know, with all the walking, it starts to really get inflamed. So Maggie and I took the bus, her favorite bus in the world. And then we went to this little market and picked up a little bit of groceries. Rob went disc golfing two days in a row, and it's his favorite thing in the world to disc golf. How would you describe Dad's love of disc golf? Um, Well, uh, he does it every five seconds of his life, and he has a whole bag, and he watches videos on it. He's very, very, like, stuck on disc golfing and tie-dyeing. He does love to tie-dye stuff, too. (laughs) Unrelated to disc golf, two separate things. So we stopped at the grocery store, and it was this. This is one of the things that we found by finally staying somewhere new was that there was this end of the island that had this little market and a bunch of restaurants. I had never seen these in six years of staying at this 
in this location, the small location, never saw it. So found this cute little market, picked up um, uh, some supplies. Each day that we were um, there, I think we walked about five miles um, each day. So that was nice. I miss walking so much. When it's nicer out, Maggie, how much do I walk? You walk like every single day of your life. And who do I bring with me? Gray and Adam. Yeah, I took them out this Saturday. We went out at like six in the morning, you know, to try to get out for a little bit. By the time we got back, it was like 730. It was already stinking hot. So that night, you know, after we got back from the store, we took Adam so my daughter and husband could have a date night. And what was at the hotel that night? There was like four or five of them. There was a tent. Dad got pizza from it. Oh, there's food trucks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there was food trucks. And we had been, they had food trucks on. So this was Thursday night. They had food trucks on Thursday night. And I was too full. How did you feel after the um, eating at the Chinese restaurant? I was full all day. I was full. I was a good fool, though, so I wasn't, like, in pain wanting to go to sleep. Yeah, that that's for sure. But I wasn't ready to eat, even though it was dinner time. So Rob got a pizza, and then we took Adam to the pool. And what does Adam think of swimming? He loves swimming. The pool is a little bit cold, but he definitely had a really fun time. Yeah, he did. And then so we went back to the hotel, and we watched the sunset, and Adam was watching Baby Shark, and it was um, a very, very nice day. Where did Adam fall asleep? Adam fell asleep in my arms, and then I also fell asleep. And then he was gone when I woke up. I didn't know where he went. His parents came and got him. But Lily said he had never fallen asleep like that, ever. Like, that's how pooped out this guy was and how relaxed he was laying in his auntie's arms. So now we're at Friday, time to go. Like it was, to me, the end of the vacation was such a bummer. It came so quick. What do you think, Maggie? I was just, I was like a bummed out, but I was also just ready to be home. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I was. I probably could have used an extra day, but I had to get back. Like I, there wasn't a choice. So I got up early. I answered emails on the porch. Um, during the whole time, I figured out that during the time that I was there, about five hours of my vacation was spent an answering email. I really need to do something about that. That is such a bummer. So um, I, it, as I was, you know, answering the emails, I was like coming back to reality, like, okay, I'm going to need to go into the office tomorrow and work. Um, there's already so much that's piling up. And emails is just part of my work. Um, I, I knew I had a bunch of phone calls that were going to be waiting for me, which I would need to answer on Monday. It was end of the month billing. It was payroll, like whatever there could be, there was that I had to get back to. So the morning that we left, um, we walked to Ferry Landing. We just went to Burger King for lunch and we sat outside which it was actually a little bit chilly and these super friendly um, people on bicycles pulled up they were like a club and um, they just seemed like they were having a good time <laughs> and that was just nice to see people out having a good time doing some activity and then we looked at the shops for a little bit and headed back to the hotel to finish packing I, Lillian kind of had a conniption about that Burger King. I didn't think it was that bad. What do you think? Um, I didn't think it was that good. I mean, I did drink two iced coffees. Three? Did I drink two or three? Two, I think. Oh, so those were good. The coffee was actually pretty good. Um, the fries I did not like, and that's, I didn't have anything else. Yeah, I just had, um, I had a three-piece French toast sticks that are on the value menu, but um, I was, I still was kind of like full, like I felt like we were, had been eating and eating. 
So I was still sort of full <laughs> and I didn't want to do the whole big breakfast. So to me, it was good. And we got to be outside a little bit longer. So I liked it. But then a couple hours later, I thought we really made up for it in terms of food by going to lunch at this Italian restaurant, which we found last year. It's in an old garage, uh, like a commercial garage where you'd go and get your car repaired, but they turned it into a restaurant. And the people are from Italy and it's just very authentic. I had this amazing eggplant parmesan that was cooked like a lasagna. It was a, a very, very delicious tiramisu. They have a little shop. What do you think of that place, Maggie? It's really nice. I really like it. Do you remember how dad was not hungry and what happened? I was just thinking about that. He ate so much food after being not hungry. Yeah, he made the, a giant declaration that he was full. And why were we stopping for lunch? And all of us had kind of saved our appetite for this place because it was going to be the place that we went to on the way out. So no one except for Rob ate a lot at Burger King. And he had like two Whoppers. He had two Impossible Whoppers and fries and um, hash browns. Like he ate this crazy amount of food. And so he just kept declaring that he wasn't going to eat anything. And I said, well, why don't you just get a dessert? And he goes, oh, okay, I'll get a dessert. So he ate a huge piece of tiramisu. He ate more than half of my eggplant parmesan. He ate half of Maggie's soup. He ordered another tiramisu. He ate a pizza. <laughs> um, there was more food that he ate. <laughs> I can't even remember that. He ate so much food. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was comical how much food he ate after making nonstop declarations about how full he was. <laughs> uh, that guy can eat, that's for sure. So that was it. That was the end of the vacation. And we started back and the traffic was good, but it rained in the mountains, which I hate. We made good time. We got home around eight. And so when we come in, do I just relax and go to bed? What do, what do I do when we get back from vacation? Well, I don't know. I went to Zach's house. Oh, that's right. Okay. You missed it. I immediately started doing laundry. <laughs> I made a lasagna because it was dad's birthday the next day. I didn't even go upstairs to my room for two hours. I just was cooking lasagna and doing laundry. Um, I am, And then when I did get upstairs, I unpacked. I fell into bed like an exhausted heap. And then I got up at 5 a.m. My alarm was set for 6, but I got up at 5. And so I just took a quick like rinse off shower and went to the office at 5:30 in the morning a client called me from Italy and this was on a Saturday and he realized it like as soon as we started talking um and he felt terrible <laughs> but it just was like to me I was like okay vacation's over that's it uh, a client call at 5:30 in the morning I had so much work I had stacks and stacks of work and so many messages. While I was gone, I kind of got a pleasant surprise. My legal assistant, who's also my sister-in-law, reorganized my office. It looks really cute. There's kind of the best way to describe the the office is there's three offices. No, I guess there's, let me think about this. There's three offices, a conference room, the reception area, and the bathroom. So the two of the three offices and the conference room were all swip swapped. And it's just very, very different. It seems to flow better. Um, and I don't know, you know, change can be good. So that was good. Um, I had to do the billing because it was the end of the month. And so I worked pretty much all day. I think I got back around two o'clock, got back to my house. And then I worked many hours on Sunday getting ready for a deposition. So that is something that I need to work on from a vacation. I, I should not have to work the same amount of hours that I took off. It's not really a vacation if that happens. What do you think, Maggie? What's the best way to manage your time after a vacation? Um, 
Well, I don't know. It's a very hard question, I feel like, because there's not really a right or wrong way. Um, obviously, there's a more, like, there's a more... I think if you don't start it as soon as possible, there's going to just be more and more work built up anyway. So I feel like you just have to start as soon as possible. It's the only way to. Yeah, you're right. I And I think overall, I was less stressed by working on Saturday because otherwise I think I just would have thought about the work, which would have been more stressful. So I don't know. I have to f- I have to find a better way, but so far I haven't. Um I have a story about car rental stupidness. So the car gets returned on Saturday morning. We got back Friday night. It gets returned Saturday morning. My husband we rented from Thrifty and through Thrifty um we got to Thrifty by um Expedia good rate, had to pick it up at the airport, just we've rented cars millions of times, like it all seemed fine. And he drops it off, gives the key to an attendant, and we're not even think about thinking about it anymore. And then Monday, I start getting calls from the vehicle return center saying that the vehicle has not been returned. And I talk to them two or three times a day between Monday and Thursday, where they kept telling me this was not my fault. Um, They were going to find the car. They were calling the location at the airport. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then I would keep getting calls. And I had a very lengthy deposition and court hearing afterward on Thursday. And the um, whole time that I was doing it, my phone was ringing. And I was very frustrated. So then on Friday... I thought, if this isn't settled, I'm going to actually go to the airport and go to the thrifty counter. So I went to, um, got up, like started doing my whole day, that sort of thing on Friday. And I start getting the calls again. And I'm telling them what happened. And they said, well, the car's not returned. And um, that's it, basically. And give us some more time. And but we'll figure it out. So I said, if you're telling me that the car is not returned, it sounds like you're not figuring it out. So I said, I'm going to the airport. And so I drive there and I had to wait in the thrifty line for an hour. And then I get to the counter. I talk to the customer service person. They tell me that the um, car is not returned. And then they say, hold on a second. Well, you know, I'm going to go research it. I had to stand at the counter for about 20 minutes And um, he he was very nice, actually, the person who was helping me. The person who worked next to him said, don't worry, he's in the back researching it. He told me to tell you he'll be out, you know, in a few moments. And then he comes out and he says, I'm so sorry you had to come down here. You shouldn't have had to come down here. There was a problem with the vehicle registration. So to me, that means the vehicle probably did not have a registration the entire time that I was driving it. And... There was a problem with the registration and that um, it was brought to a lot and they never checked the car back in. And here is your final receipt. They found the car. Sorry, no problem. And then I called um, customer service and I said, this is what happened. And I don't really know what I want. You know, at this point, maybe a discount off of my rental would be nice or something, Uh credit for rental in the future. I'm not really sure, you know, just something in terms of customer service would be nice. And the customer service person told me, write an email and maybe I can get reimbursed for some of my gas for going to the airport. So I'm not very happy with Thrifty right now. I will send them a follow-up email. I'm so happy that it's over. Um, but it was a successful vacation overall. I'm looking forward to going back there next year. I do have a cute story about my grandson, Gray. So I was so happy to see him when we got back. And he's 10 months old. And on the, the day after we got back, that Saturday was my husband's birthday. And he saw my husband and he was kind of like had his hands, 
we were in the laundry room and he had his hands on the washer and dryer and he was walking along the washer and dryer and he looks at Rob and he says, Grandpop. <laughs> like Grandpa, but Pop, P-O-P. And we just <laughs> looked at each other like, oh. <laughs> my daughter isn't sure if she believes us, his mom. Because she's like, I don't think he said Grandpop. We're like, no, he totally said Grandpop. Maggie and I are going to do a couple movie reviews. Um, did you watch all three Fear Streets? I did not finish the third one. But you watched one and two? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, on Netflix, there are uh, a trilogy that was all, re- all movies were released one week apart. And they go in sort of backwards order. And but are all tied together. So then at the end, it's it, it's all tied up. You do have to watch the third one, Maggie. Otherwise, there's just no closure to this story. What have you thought of them so far? Um, They're really good. Really interesting. I love watching them. Yeah, they're good. They kind of have old school slasher vibe to it. Um, especially one and two. The third one gets more into like a witch story, but it does have a bit of a twist when you get to the third one that was fun. So sort of what you were thinking the whole time gets turned on its head. So I definitely recommend them, especially if you're looking for something on Netflix, looking for something a little scary. There's a lot of, I've been burned so many times of like trying to find a scary movie on a streaming platform and then it's just the worst thing ever. But these are actually pretty good. Also, we saw, um, this is a follow-up to the second Space Jam. We watched it at home with my older girls and they liked it. So this is a movie I definitely recommend. It's so much cuter than you think it'll be. What did you think of the second Space Jam, Maggie? It was super cute. I mean, uh, at first I thought it was just going to be horrible because of like people talking about it, but it was actually very cute. I thought so too. And did you see Black Widow? No. It's unlocked on our Disney Plus if you want to see it. So... You know the character Black Widow from the Marvel movies? Of course. Okay. It's her movie. It's really good. It's so much better than I thought it would be. Like, I really enjoyed it. So I'll say that if you have not seen Black Widow yet, see it. You Oh, Maggie has a movie to talk about. Maggie has a movie review. Here you go, Maggie. <laughs> so um, on the day back from our vacation, I saw The Escape Room, the second one. And it was actually really good. It had so many twists and turns and just made you want to keep watching and watching. And there's definitely going to be a third one. Really? You know what? You and I never talked about it. I, you left and I was just crazily <laughs> doing laundry and stuff. So I forgot that you left. Oh, but, um, well, I would have figured it out when I didn't see you. That's good to know. I would like to see that. Um. You know what I watched, which you can watch on Joseph's um, Disney Plus. I have the password for it. He unlocked Jungle Cruise. Mm. Really good. Really good. Really good. Like good comedy, action. It was kind of, it very much was like Pirates of the Caribbean. Like that same sort of feel, but just fun. Emily Blunt was great. So you'll have to watch it. Is Jungle Cruise um, like that ride in Disneyland where you're on that boat and you all like the hippos attack you and stuff? It is. And they do a lot of things where it's like a callback to that. Um, and in the, the this isn't giving anything away, but the Jungle Cruise boat driver, <laughs> uh, pilot, uh, sailor skipper whatever he'd be called is uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and when he's doing the cruise in the very beginning he's telling the corny jokes like the jungle cruise people do that's really cool yeah I thought so um, I thought it was really cute and it just had a lot of action it I'll, I if I have one complaint about it which is my complaint about most movies is it could have been about 20 minutes shorter and and that would have been better um what didn't we did you watch the suicide squad with us yeah you watched the whole thing Mm -hmm. oh okay why don't you talk about that one 
Okay, so the Suicide Squad. I think I just the whole time all I could kept kept thinking about was the the first one, and the first one was just so good. And I thought this one was just kind of weird, like the concept, it was kind of all over the place. Um the characters were fun, I thought. I really liked the shark. I loved him. Um I felt like there was like not much Harley Quinn and I felt like there was in the first one they really like had a connection with the team and all the fun music and there's fun music in this one but I felt like there was no connection with the team really. Did you know that the person who wrote and directed this one is the same as the writer and director of Guardians of the Galaxy and now if you didn't know that now that you do do you feel like you see more of a tie between the Guardians movies? You did tell me and I did see a lot of Guardian like like when I was watching it really reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Here's how I thought of them. So even though lots of people do not like the first Suicide Squad, between us and our family, like we love that movie. Like we really like it is a movie that we have put on several times. Um just like if you're looking for something to watch, we'll put on Suicide Squad. The my one complaint about that movie was I felt like on some of the editing, the editing was a little bit choppy. Uh, and I think that the makers weren't happy with the movie and then they tried to re-edit it. Like there'll just be a scene and all of a sudden it just like goes to another scene. Like it's not very seamless at all, um, which is just mildly distracting. I thought that the the Cara Delevingne ghost lady was a little weird. Really? Yeah. I loved her. The witch? Yeah. I loved her. I mean, she was fine, but she was, like, just always, like, swirling. Yeah, well. Just swirling. The, I, her <laughs> acting was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> swirling. That's so funny. I don't even know how to describe it. it. But, I like, I, it's a movie that I really like where it is universally hated. This movie is hated. And I don't think that's fair. I think it for a DC movie, it is in my top three. It might even be my top one for a DC movie. Um, the first Wonder Woman is up there. Um, I even I have fondness for the Justice League movie. Even um, I'm I watched the Zack Snyder four hour cut, which is on HBO. Um, the weekend that I was sick about a month ago. And I want to go back and watch it. If you have time to watch that one, Maggie, watch it because it has a very cool ending. Do you um, talk about TV shows? Yeah, I do. Sorry. Carry Did on. you want to talk about a TV show? No, carry on. Okay. All right. So anyways, going on to The Suicide Squad, that to me was more like a Marvel movie than a DC movie. And I want to go back and watch it because when we were first started watching it, we were watching it with Florency and Lillian, who were extremely loud during the movie. <laughs> and I felt like I was missing a ton of it. And I really wanted to see that first 15 minutes, all this stuff happens. Like all this stuff happens. And you're just thrown into it. And then the they go back and then explain like what you're looking at. I didn't like that. Yeah. So... It was good. It was effective. But it's a movie you have to see a second time, I think, to really get. And then I really like the end. Like, usually I'm like, by the end, I'm like, oh, just defeat the whatever and, you know, get it over with. But there there was some really good parts at the end rather than them just kind of fighting. Like some really good humor with Harley Quinn, some really good um, humor with King Shark and... I'll take Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. I like them both. Okay. So I think Maggie may want to talk about a TV show. Is oh, that yeah. what you were yes. hinting at? Yes. Um, I have three TV shows, but I won't go, like, very into detail or anything like that. Um, You guys should watch Outer Banks. It was very good, so you guys should definitely watch it. And I saw, like, suspicion about it and, like, people's ideas about the last episode, and I thought that was very cool. And you guys should watch All-American. I am still watching it, but you guys should watch it. And you guys should also watch Never Have I Ever. It was really good and really funny. 
The only one that I have started watching is Never Have I Ever, and I think I'm three episodes into it. I agree. I was laughing so hard that I was missing tons of the show. Like, I was crazily open mouth laughing. The humor is so good, so smart, so fun. Um, The acting is great. You instantly love the main character. And she has two friends who are adorable. And you just start loving these three girls. And it's a show I really like. And I can't wait to go back to it. I just have not had time. So I think that might be it, Maggie. You and I have been talking for an hour. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that's it. All right. Good luck in high school. You'll have to come back as a guest, okay? Okay. All right. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Facebook under my law office. My website is brummerlaw.com. And the podcast is also launched on Patreon with a special for Patreon listeners. Thanks so much. And I'll talk back at you in two weeks.